Hey everyone, this is the Fitting Room Podcast. I am your host, AJ Vopel. Across from Nate Adelman, the Nate. Nate, what's going on, man? Pleasure to make your acquaintance today, AJ. Nate, we going round two today. It's round two. We are going hard in the second quarter. Round two, round one was good, I thought. I round, thought we covered some good questions. Round one was great. I think we did five or six questions. Yep. Um, so if if you're listening to this and didn't listen to the first part of our answering all your Callaway community questions, um, listen to our previous episode, um, and then go to callawaygolf.com slash community to ask your questions, and they're going to be answered right here. Uh, we decided that we're going to answer every single one in a series of these podcasts. Yeah. And we're doing the questions in order. We're doing them in order. And yep. so you'll know, based on listening to the episode, where we yep. are in, in the list. I'm going to timestamp them in the description. So oh, if, if a question um, kind of catches your eye, just skip through us right now talking and go right to it. And I thought... Convenience, Nate. Convenience. That is smart. I yeah, didn't know you were going to do that. Man. I like that. Always. That's good. You're thinking. <laughs> Um, I also thought that our guy, our man Steven, did a great job last week. He did great. So we invited him back for more. All right, but before we get to that, we're going to do a quick plug and a quick break. The plug is for the Pirate Chip Show podcast, which we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's with Harry Arnett, the leader of our marketing group, and Amanda Balionis, which I'm sure you've seen on a ton of our Callaway videos. So, AJ, uh, have you been a guest on that show yet? Dude. Twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm a, that's why I'm plugging it. I'm at two also. <laughs> oh, are you at yeah, two? Yeah, I'm at two. All right, I'm so we two. got some competition. Yeah. Yeah, so check that out. That's every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. They have some really cool guests on. They bring uh, people that work at Callaway, so you get kind of like an inside feel, inside scoop on how things work around here. So A lot of outsiders, too. Tour players. Yeah. After wins. Wes Bryan's been on there a couple times. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So it's uh it's it's almost as good as our podcast, Nate, but you know you know it's yeah. it's getting there. It's yeah. really good, but uh yeah. So check that out, and then uh, after this real short ten second break, it's going to be Nate, Stephen, and myself. In the market for new clubs, but aren't sure which ones you should be playing? Head on over to CallawayGolf.com/slash/custom-fitting and try out one of our selector tools. It's quick, fun, and pretty much does all the thinking for you. That's CallawayGolf.com/slash/custom-fitting. Now back to Nate and AJ. All right, short break. We are back. Steven is in the house. He's made his way to the podcast studio again. Back by popular demand, dude. Oh, pe- yeah. What do you think about that? The people liked you, Steven. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me back again. Nate wants to replace me. It's his kind of pretty, subtle way of like... pretty much anyone hey, Steven, in the group. he knows a little bit more about fitting than AJ does. <laughs> <laughs> but no one asks questions with as much energy as you do. That's so. right. You're Very damn, true. you damn true. right. All right, here we go. Leaving off on this Callaway community thread... Reminder, you can ask all your questions, and we will answer them as they appear in order. Okay, so we left off with putter underscore NS. He wants to know all about swing weight. What is it? How does it affect my clubs? Uh, Nate, Steven, shine some light. Help this guy out. So a few months back, we did our uh, three-part tinkering series. That was one of my favorite things we've done here on the show. It was amazing. Um, But one of the regrets I have from that series was we didn't do a, a prerequisites course for the tinkering series because we used some language in there that maybe, you know, some, some golfers got lost or weren't as familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, swing weight is something that's very, very common and popular, but, um, definitely something that does need a little bit of clarification. So there are two key ways to basically measure weight in a golf club. There's overall weight, which is you put the whole club on a scale and you measure how, how many grams the entire club weighs. Mm -hmm. That's usually between three, 295 and 325 grams depending on how heavy the shaft is and the grip and, and the head. Mm-hmm. Um, swing weight is a measure of 
how that weight is distributed in the club. So it's actually a, an indication of balance, not mm -hmm. actual weight. So you could have a golf club that has a 295 gram overall weight, but has a D7 swing weight, which is fairly heavy in the swing weight department. Alternatively, you could have a 330 gram club that weighs a C9 on the swing weight scale. So how does that scale work? So the swing weight scale is you the you put the club and it's anchored by the grip and there's a pivot point in the middle mm -hmm. and it basically measures how much how much the head moves the scale. So it basically shows how the weight is distributed um, uh, around the club. So swing weight, you think of it as balance point. Mm -hmm. Overall weight is overall weight. Yeah, typically higher the uh, the higher the swing weight, the the heavier the head would be. Or heavier the head feels. Right, right. So, all right, so I have a question. Is there a common swing weight, or is it really diff – or does it really, really differ? You can't even put, like, an average swing weight on a club. Like, what's a club – if you go to a retail store and you swing a an XR driver, mm -hmm. does, do all those have the same exact swing weight? Yeah, I mean, majority of our drivers are anywhere from, from I would say, D2 to D3, right? More mm -hmm. more so on D3. Mm -hmm. uh, then when you get to our ladies' drivers, I believe they're um, C9. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something somewhere so, around there. So we definitely try to make it uh, consistent uh, from year to year because we've found that those particular ranges uh, are, you know, benefit you know our customers the most it, it obviously varies by golfer but right. typically stronger players like stronger swingers will use heavier clubs and sometimes heavier swing weights so for example dustin johnson was playing a d7 driver at one point mm -hmm. um, whereas some of our drivers made for ladies or seniors will be at a d0 right um, but on average irons are going to be around d2 Woods are going to be D3, D4. Does it always start at D or No, so below a, that B, is C. C. Oh, C. C. You, I've really never seen anything below a C5 or something. Right. And and you can get into the E as well, but mm. it's C, D, and E is and that's just I don't know what I don't know where that originated, but it's it's what the scale shows when you put the scale on. Right. 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 Okay, so if somebody has an E <laughs> If somebody ha if somebody's swing weight is E nine, that's heavy as hell, right? That's pretty much VJ and only VJ. You'd pretty right. much that's have like to bowling. That's like feeling like a bowling yeah. ball is like attached to the. Club. You'd have right. to take off like twenty five grams to get it back into the D, to, oh, to okay. the D so range. It's, so it's, it's very very. That's like yeah, you couldn't even make a club that heavy. Pretty right. hard, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. That was very very good. All right, moving on. We got Wangs one thirty five. How about? What a fitting looks like a Callaway. The cost, the club options, etc. Uh, tell me a little about the fittings here at the Callaway Performance Center at headquarters. Uh, Nate, why don't you start yes. us off? Yes. So one of the cool things we do um, is we invite all consumers to come to our headquarters for a fitting. And uh, what it looks like is we have the Callaway Performance Center here here in Carlsbad. Mm -hmm. um, and we do have performance centers around the country as well. Yes. But yep. the performance centers here, it's a room that has pretty much about as much technology as you could have in a golf room. There's high-speed motion cameras. Um, there's... Uh, Our like, own proprietary software, yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hardware yeah. and software combined. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be able to see not only what is the ball doing, um, but you actually get to see in slow motion, like what is the face of the club doing through impact? Mm -hmm. So the fitter can say, okay, based on your club path and your swing, your swing is producing this, but we can counter that with this adjustment to the club. 
um, or similarly like okay your swing is your swing is has really optimal path and launch so yeah. now it's up to the club to get you more distance so it's it's you would say because you've been i'm sure you've been around at fittings and you too steven yeah. um it's definitely one of the uh full-on best fittings that oh, you yeah. could pretty much get around like yeah in terms of fitting callaway clubs no absolutely i mean the, the guys here uh guys and gals i should say here do a really good job and they do a really thorough job uh, to make sure that you're fit from top to bottom yeah um and then we do so not stuff. not only is the technology in that room state-of-the-art but one of the cool things is when you go to a demo day mm -hmm. or you go to a store they might have a fitting cart where you're screwing in iron heads and you're oh, yeah. adjusting but uh we hit where we have the luxury that we can actually have a lot of irons and woods pre-built mm -hmm. so you can actually hit an iron that's over length without having to screw in a different shaft yeah. you can actually so so it just gives it a little bit more of like here's what you'll actually get when yeah, you order this yeah. yeah so it's a total performance fitting and yeah. um talking about cost we actually do them in full bag fittings yep right nate and those are 150 bucks yep and, and you, then we or do, you can do driver or irons yep. for 75 each for 75 um, each but they're perks yes. along with this yes so when you when you come to a fitting you and you spend 150 bucks you actually get 100 back towards the purchase of the clubs right and you also get a dozen chrome soft golf ball, or That's awesome. a dozen of your choosing yeah so, a dozen um, okay. So all in all, the actual expense, if you're going to buy clubs anyway, the additional expenses is is pretty low. And yeah. especially if you, you know, put that over the five years or whatever, you're going to have the irons. It gets Plus the experience is second to none. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Definitely. exactly. Cool, cool. All right. This one is kind of, this one's a little loaded. So just bear with me here. Uh, this is from Statman. All right. So bear with me here, guys. I'd like a discussion about choosing the proper shaft for woods and irons for my swing. Okay. Is shaft flex based solely on swing speed? Let's, you know what? Let's go question by question here. Is shaft flex based solely on swing speed, uh, Steven? And the answer would be no. Oh, okay. So not entirely on swing speed. Uh, a lot of it has to do with how you load the club and how aggressive your transition is from the top. So, uh, point blank the answer would be no okay. however there are some situations where you see that most guys that do swing it at 110 plus will probably use something stiffer yeah uh but there's stories out there of freddy couples or guys with just nice and smooth nice smooth transitions uh that could swing a ladies flux shaft so not necessarily right. uh swing speed i okay. would say the bigger factor like we spoke talked about last week is actually shaft weight mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so shaft weight and swing speed i think are more closely correlated um because uh the the weight is really how you're going to feel the club it's going to be the right combination of speed and control to make sure you can deliver it consistently Okay, second part of this question, what is the interaction between flex, torque, and kick point in a shaft? Okay, good question. So uh, typically you'll see that torque and kick point are somewhat uh, related. So if you look at the specs of a shaft, the, uh, the, the lower the kick point or the higher launching the shaft, it typically has a higher torque value. If it's a low launch, low spin shaft, it typically has a tighter torque value torque is going to be the driver of feel so if you want something to feel very firm um, almost board like boardy is going to be a uh, much tighter torque uh, lower torque value if you want something to feel a little soft where you can actually feel the shaft flexing that usually is going to be high torque so some of that is is more than anything it's the preference that you like to feel right. and i know last week we also talked a little bit about the forgiveness of graphite shafts so if you have some injuries or tendonitis or 
um, uh, in that case, a higher torque shaft is going to be more forgiving to your body. Right, because it's bending a little bit more, and you right. fe you feel it bending a right. little bit more. And then flex and weight are very closely linked as well. Mm -hmm. So typically, you're never going to find a 90 gram senior flex shaft. Right. Uh, so the heavier the shaft, the stiffer it will play. Um, and even if you have two shafts that oftentimes, um, if you have two shafts that are both in the 60 gram class, one's an X flex, one's a stiff, the X will usually be a gram or two heavier. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so weight and f weight and flex are very linked and torque and kick point are very linked. All right. Last part of this question. All of all the shafts in my clubs are graphite and I have noticed great variations in flex ratings from one brand to another. Uh, example, some stiff shafts are softer than others as, as if there's no standardization. I suppose a true fitting session would produce the best results, but what about buying a club shaft uh, right off the shelf? Yeah, that's a definitely good question there. Mm -hmm. And this kind of goes back to, to what Nate had said about uh, the weight uh, as well as the torque. So, you know, we make our shafts here or for our clubs uh, to kind of match the, the, the club head. We obviously go through that research to pair those two together. So that's why you see some differences uh, across the board as far as, um, as far as the stiffness, quote unquote. So, um, yeah, so there's no doubt that the frequency of two shafts that are labeled stiff are oftentimes different. Right. Every, right. every manufacturer or brand, or even within brands, uh, a certain line will have both will be stiff, stiff rated, but the frequencies will be different. Right. But the thing that is going to be fairly consistent across brands, number one is weight. We keep coming back to weight, but... Uh, you look at some of the clubs you've hit the best in the past, I'll bet you that they have consistent weight. Um, so for me, like I just kind of by accident figured out that for my driver, I like it between 66 and 68 grams. Like for whatever reason, that works for me. Yeah. Um, so uh, the weight part is probably, I mean, that's the part that is going to be consistent and the other is going to be torque value. So you can say like, I like a firm feeling shaft that weighs in this range and then you kind of don't really need to worry so much about what the label says as far as on the shaft all right cool all right stat man you just got some knowledge right there man pay us uh we'll send you a paypal invoice for that <laughs> all right uh we got brad c our man active one of the most active guys in the Calvary community giving you a shout out brad c all right this is more curiosity when it comes to fitting a person for a putter since Ozzy has a huge archive of inserts and mill putters, does the effect, does that affect fitting or in the end, does it come down to personal preference? So is it, is it a fitting thing, whether somebody gets a milled putter or an insert putter, or is it purely or most of the high percentage a feel thing? Yeah, no, it's definitely feel uh, yeah. without, a, without a doubt. Um, obviously you got to go and see what head shape looks best to you. Uh, but then also, once you find that head shape, is finding the feel that you want to have. And a lot of that has to do with the golf ball you play and things like that. So it's head shape and feel is going to obviously what drive uh, what's best for you. Um, there, are some, there are some that you know, work better and, and well for others, uh, but you just got to go out there and try them. That's so, the beauty of putting. So uh, different inserts will have different rebound capabilities. Now, this isn't really like a, perform, a fitting, fitting like yeah. that one player is better than another, but yeah. you will notice that like our Fusion RX insert versus the White Hot insert versus uh, versus a milled putter, if you hit them all in a robot exactly the same, mm -hmm. the ball might end an inch or two different. Now, that's something that you adjust to as you get a new putter, 
Um, and it's definitely a feel thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, Stephen, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, a few years back, I remember uh, a notable PGA Tour player who is, um, I think, number two in majors now. His his nickname is that of a cat. Um, uh, he switched to a putter. He switched to the from a uh, from his milled putter to a method putter mm-hmm. with the grooves and the polymer in the grooves because right. he said that those grooves gave him quicker roll. So it actually on slow greens the ball traveled faster. So he could take the same putt as he did with the just the flat face, but it actually went farther. Mm-hmm. Do you buy that or mm. do you are you selling that? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I I think he was trying to justify it in his head somehow. <laughs> okay. but, it uh, sounds like I, Nate kind of sold me yeah. on the idea. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the tech, there's definitely technology out there, but uh, you know, big cat. Yeah, <laughs> needs to make more putts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so I guess I guess Brad to summarize, uh, there is no single stroke that determines that an insert is better than a milled face or which insert is better. However, um, it is a personal preference feel sound. Um, and, and then you'll adjust to the speed accordingly. Right. All right. And then the last part of this question, you guys, how do you properly fit a person for a particular head weight in putter fitting? So, uh, if, if I'm not sure how heavy my putter should be, what should, uh, what should we look at when fitting? Yeah, good question there. I, I would say it, it's kind of depending on where you're having some trouble. So if you have a uh, if you're having some issues with shorter putts, mm-hmm. I would probably look at a putter that may be a little bit heavier. Right, uh, maybe I'm and, being a little too handsy right. or something like that on shorter putts. Yeah, I'd say definitely out. a little bit heavier there and also having something with uh, some more MOI yeah. for stability. Yeah. Uh, if you're struggling with kind of lag putts, I would try to find something maybe just a, a hair lighter. Um, and something that, uh, you know, will help you kind of release the putter down the line there and kind of get it towards the hole. Yeah. Yeah. You look at our tank counterbalance putters on, you know, eight feet and in those things are automatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of the, some of the players that switch to them be like, Oh, I'm, I don't have as much touch or precision on my, you know, 25, 35 f- footer. So, yeah. uh, most of our putters are pretty mid weight off the rack. Mm-hmm. So start there, see what, feels good if you need a little add stability you can add weight either in the head or in the head and the grip mm-hmm. um if it's plenty of stable and you want a little more touch then su- certainly lighter and um small grips actually this is something interesting the closer your hands are to the shaft typically the better feel you get so if you're playing a you know big jumbo grip mm-hmm. you you definitely more stable but not as much feel and we actually have an entire podcast dedicated to that, yep. Nate, right? That was the last one we did before the first yep. round of those questions. Yep. And that was, which putter grip should I play? So yep. that's actually a really good one. Yep. All right. And finally, I swear, this is the last question from Brad's <laughs> set of questions that we're going to answer yeah, he, here. Uh, he's monopolizing he this got, entire podcast. He got question heavy, but he's, <laughs> he's earned it, though. No, he has. Totally. Definitely earned it. Brad, shout out, man. Um, <laughs> all right. So he's showing a picture of an iron with a box around the low toe part of an iron of the face of the face right so it's just a box around uh an iron if you see on the community you know what i'm talking about so imagine if you are showing where on a club within the box below which is that spot on the low toe of the face would you suggest a particular lie angle wow yeah uh especially when you have uh little toe shots like that uh obviously what that's showing or what that's showing there is that the the toe is leading into the uh is leading into impact right so uh what does that mean you got to bump those bad boys up make them a little more upright for sure hopefully ah. get closer to center um that only tells a little bit of the story but yeah uh typically it's bumping those bad boys your your recommendation would be low toe right right at where he's kind of Just boxing it out up. that's probably a good 
plus two plus three up yeah. for sure. Oh wow! All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, hope that helps, Brad. Um, all right, guys, that's it. That's uh, all the time we have for today. Shot clock violation. Our time is up. Mm. Uh, but we will be back for round three. Maybe with Steven. Maybe not. Um, you know, Steven, I think you were on your way back for another one. I sure know? hope so. I really appreciate <laughs> this. And, uh, this is pretty fun. So. Yeah, this is yeah, good action, Thanks for right? joining us. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, so ask. You could uh, you could comment on this thread and get your question read here on the fitting room. CalwayGolf.com slash community. Uh, the thread will be right on the homepage. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. It's a special community edition of the fitting room so um, ask your questions we'll answer them here and we will see you on the next episode